And thanks to Broad Perspectives Radio, this is Amanda. We have a special live interview coming up next. And super excited to have guests in the studio today from the Tucson Film and Music Festival. The film is called Cortez, and in the studio with me today, we have the, uh, the director, producer, actor, writer, <laughs> and... And, and just pretty much everybody that had anything to do with making <laughs> Cortez. Uh, we have director, actor Cheryl Nichols. Oh, hey. And producer, actor, writer Aaron Shiver. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, act, actor Cassidy Freeman is here. She's also right. our producer as and well. And producer. A lot of things. A lot of things. Many hats. hats. You. And if all of us are wearing they hats. They are wearing hats. Oh, <laughs> I wish this was visual radio. <laughs> and we also have, uh, in the wings, we have another actor, Jirago. And he's actually filming this interview as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in town today for the Arizona premiere of your film, Cortez, tonight at the Love Cinema. It's part of the Tucson Film and Music Festival. You might know Aaron Shiver from HBO's Boardwalk Empire. Woo! And that flicks Longmire. The show takes place at 7.30 tonight. And there's also a question and answer there as well. So if there's something that we don't cover, uh, you, you can get to it your, yourselves. Yeah, and there. I'll be taking off all my clothes after the show as well. So Yes. That's, uh, Aaron, let's keep the deterrence. <laughs> we want people to come. Oh, we want people to come. <laughs> Sorry. To a minimum. <laughs> so the short description of the film says that after a canceled tour, flailing musician... Jesse Lorette seeks out an old flame in small town Mexico. When an arrogant attempt at inserting himself into her family <coughs> fails, he must confront the mistakes of his past on his own. That's correct. So, <laughs> you know, when I first heard about this, when this was pitched to us as something to consider for an interview, I thought, well, that sounds kind of like a stalker. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, that was the original title of the, the film. Stalker. The stalker. Yeah. Listen, some of the greatest songs are stalker songs. That's true. Every Breath You Every Take. Every Breath You Take. Maybe that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> but it's one of the greatest songs. <laughs> and then uh, and then Mike Tubasi from the Tucson Film and Music Festival said, oh, no, no, think about something more maybe like Crazy Heart. And, mm -hmm. and the film oh. is billed as a comedy, drama, romance. Yep. You know, just what was the impetus for making this film? Aaron, let's hear your impetus. Pause. <laughs> um, Cheryl and I wanted to work on something together, so I suggested that we we I suggested that we write something together, and so in the process of kind of deciding what we were going to write about, what excited us, what turned us on, and and also what troubled us, what what we wanted to wrestle with in our life as artists, um, we kind of uncovered this story, and we told each other. Uh, the stories of our lives in the meantime and got to know each other really well and then we took the relationship to the next level if you know what I'm saying it's disgusting <laughs> um, but we kind of fell in love honestly while we were we were writing the screenplay and then Cassidy came into it after the first draft and Cassidy said I don't know what I can do but I want to support this thing and so she became our champion and our lead producer and really brought it across the finish line for us in a lot of ways um, Cheryl um, did the beautiful job of directing, and we shot it all in um, my hometown of Taos, New Mexico, which is up north, almost to the Colorado border. 
I don't know. That's kind of the impetus. That was a really yeah. beautiful answer. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think I pa- so. <laughs> also part of part of what wh- when Aaron said he wanted to work on something with me, I think it was because both of us were kind of. Uh, not working a lot and very frustrated and felt like we had all this stuff to say and all these stories to tell and um, all these things we wanted to express and we didn't really have a have a place to put it and so I think a lot of that is the you know the impetus to use that word um, of storytelling so I think that was also part of it I think we just wanted to do something that felt like um, that that felt like we feel like when we're in acting class and we're working on these scenes and they're really intense and you um, you're you're sort of you feel like you're actually doing some work and then as an actor sometimes you get you do this and you're in class or you're working on a show and then you're tossed out into the ocean again and you're not working and so you're sort of you're like this artist that's left with nothing to say or you know no place to say it. So I think that was part of what happened is like we were we were feeling very frustrated and then when we found each other and we found that we could both write and we both wanted to make things I think it was kind of a no-brainer and it and it flowed pretty easily. We used a lot of our of stuff from our own lives and we also just sort of spent a lot of time growing in our relationship and using our imagination. So it was kind of cool. It was a cool experience. It was very hard. <laughs> because we're in a relationship. Yeah, that and also like my son is in the movie. His son, his actual son yeah. is in the movie because we're crazy people. <laughs> and because he nailed the audition. Yeah, yeah he, he nailed the audition, but we're also insane. <laughs> and so we... <laughs> so we, so we just to yeah. bite off as much as we could possibly chew without knowing if we could even chew it. And as it turns out, we made something that we can chew. <laughs> kind of. It's grisly. It's grisly. <laughs> it's a little grisly. How how is your son how was he chosen to perform and how do you think he was impacted in the process? I think he was traumatized for life. <laughs> um no, I it's funny because he 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 kind of begs off being an actor and he's such a natural performer. Um mm. but I think that so overall, I think he's now got the bug a little bit, although he he still begs off. He still keeps his distance. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably because he has performers, you know, like I'm an actor, um, Cheryl's an actor. And so he kind of he sees the other side of it where you're like, you can be waiting for months and months without a job. Um, so I think maybe he's a little, you know, he's still a little wary about entering into that profession. But I think he might because he's so good at it and he's gotten so much sort of energy around it so yeah we'll see but unlike the rest of Hollywood we asked him to go through the same process as everybody else even though he was Aaron's son and still is um, <laughs> and uh, and he um, he really did it he really showed up and I think that's not only to make it a fair playground but it's also to encourage him to say that it's something he wanted rather than something he felt pressured into doing or something that he thought people wanted him to do or something that he just got so he did it um, having to come and audition and go to callbacks and be uh, that kind of um, and be that involved in the process means that it was a decision that he made too, which I think probably gave him a little bit more pride about it. Totally, well said. And he almost didn't get the part. I mean, there was another kid who totally rocked it, and it was a really difficult decision for us. So, yeah. yeah. And he's okay. I mean, he like you know his. Um, we filmed it in the same place where his mother lives, and so he was there with his summer with his mom for the summer, and so he could go and be with his mom when he was you know 
done filming for the day. And he had a lot of support. And we also, like, we're an actor family. So it was, you know, he we, we did it. We did we were as professional as we possibly could without sacrificing the, the performance or whatever. It's, it's so interesting to have people so accomplished working on the film. I mean, um, I don't always run into people who are the actor, the director, the writer, and, and the producer of the film. So... Welcome. Thank you for being here. Our pleasure. (laughs) I'm joined in the studio today with director-actor Cheryl Nichols and producer-actor Aaron Shiver, as well as producer Cassidy Freeman. They all worked on the film Cortez, which is playing at the Tucson Film Festival tonight at the Loft Cinema. Who should come out tonight? What kind of people will dig your movie if you have a heart and a brain (laughs) if you have a heart and a brain (laughs) i love that question to be honest with you amanda i think that's a really cool question um who should come out tonight you know the feedback that we've gotten on this film and the festivals that we've played and the friends and family that have seen it is that it's a film that doesn't leave them um they keep thinking about it the next day, the next week, even months later, I'll get an email and say, remember back in March when I saw your film? This thing happened and it made me think about it. Or your film made me approach a conflict in my life differently. And that kind of feedback is uh, is paramount. It's like gold because uh, it means that we touched on the humanness of storytelling and people. And that started first and foremost with how it was written by both Aaron and Cheryl. Um, And so who should come tonight is people that want to be affected by storytelling. Um, You know, there's there are no uh, big explosions. There's one small explosion, (laughs) but it's the kind of movie that's going to make you think about your life. Um, And uh, and it may bring up a myriad of different emotions, but it's definitely something very, very uh, human and true. Well said again. (laughs) Bravo. That's I mean, true. That's, it, that's I, all right. I don't think it's necessarily an easy film. No. Uh, and so I think it's, um, and, it, and I think sometimes it can be pretty triggering uh, for people. But I think it's a... In what way? Well, um, a couple of ways. A, a lot of times, like, I, it's hard because when you're the director and you're in it, I think sometimes people don't, they're not always going to come up to you and tell you what's truthfully going on for them. But then sometimes, you know, in Q&As, we'll get the occasional person. And a lot of times, like, what people are saying is, like, it's a father-son story for the most part. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of leaving your family, um, tender mercies, you know, guy who's got an ego who can't quite get it together. And, you know, he's, he's really not showing up for the people in his life kind of, kind of stuff and I think sometimes that can be pretty triggering for people I also think it's not necessarily um, I wouldn't say it's a story that uh, I don't (laughs) I don't know if it's like a feminist story I think it's about a a woman in the typical way I think it's about a woman who's really struggling and imperfect and doesn't really she leans on the people in her life and in this part of the in, in this part of her life in this in this film she's really leaning on the idea of being with this this guy in a way and raising her son and kind of you know being a mess and so I think it's I think it's really complicated and I think it brings up a lot of stuff for people and I don't necessarily think it's a very straightforward kind of message so um, so we've gotten mixed feedback which I think is great and which is the the only reason I want to tell stories you know because I don't want to like I don't want to hammer anybody over the head I just want to tell a story and then 
have it sort of do what it does and then move on, you know? Another big hallmark of this film is the music. Can you talk about that? Yeah, uh, we had, um, uh, when, when we were putting it together, actually, we sta- Aaron and I stayed at the Hotel Congress when we were writing this um, really? years ago. Yeah, wow. yeah, um, in, in 2013. And, uh, yeah, and there was a scene featuring the Hotel Congress for a long time, yeah. actually. We finally, I, we finally, for budgetary reasons, <laughs> we're like, oh, we can't really go to the Hotel Congress. Yeah, we're going to find we another venue. Um, but but yeah. we, um, we, a lot of that had affected the, the fact that he's a musician and... Um, and so we, when we, when we, after we rewrote this, we were like, we need some, you know, we need some, some songs. And so I con, I called my friend Sean Watkins, who's, uh, he used, he used to be part of this band called Nickel Creek, um, with Chris Dealey and his sister Sarah Watkins, um, who have their own careers, and they, um, and he, I was like, uh. Sean, I need a song for this film, and I also need a composer. Do you want to do both of those things? And he was like, "Yeah." So he he did the he composed the film, and it's like it was the most fun experience of my entire life. Like sitting with Sean during those those like composition. Is that the way you talk about? That's like that sounds like English composition, like a composition, but yeah. also a composition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she literally sat with him with the movie playing back, and him playing all kinds of different instruments. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Pretty, it was pretty awesome. It was so cool. So he wrote one of the songs, and he also composed. And then we called uh, my friends uh, Bethany Taves and uh, Taylor Rice. He's uh, in that band, Local Natives, and asked them if they would also write a song. Because at the time, they were together, and they were sort of like trying to find a project to work on together. So when we had those uh, kids there working on our film, we were like, okay, we, now we know. Now we have like a, a direction that we we know we want this this feeling to be. So, um, so yeah, that added a lot, a lot to it. And then Aaron performed the song that Bethany and Taylor wrote. Yeah, I performed a couple. There's one, there's two that appear in the movie. The one that Sean wrote originally, um, and then obviously Sean's score. <clears throat> and then there's a move, there's a song that plays at the end that's Taylor and Bethany's song that I perform. Yeah. So we'll get to your live performance in a little bit. Ooh. Uh, maybe we could play a song from Local Natives or Nickel Creek. Yeah, play that local native song. Funny story, actually. That local native song is called Mount Washington, and uh, Taylor and I and his he and his girlfriend uh, Bethany, who they wrote the song together. Um, we all lived together in this place in Mount Washington in uh, 2013. So right I don't know if the song has any significance there, but I'm just gonna leave it out there. All right, we will check that out. <laughs> Here's local natives with. Mount Washington.
91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shocker. You're listening to 30 Minutes. We just played music by local natives because those folks are involved in the film Cortez and making that soundtrack. And I also have with me director, actor Cheryl Nichols, producer, actor Aaron Shiver, and producer Cassidy Freeman. And it's just uh, been a real pleasure to have people who are uh, the, the creators of this film, uh, creative people involved in all aspects of the film. How much of your, so I presume you were able to have it be all of your vision. Did you have to compromise your vision in making the film? Mm, I think, uh, I mean, in, in, the, uh, in, in the sense that uh, making a film is a group effort, yes. Because I think uh, if you're not able to find some compromises, then you're sort of kidding yourself in, a, in making a film. Um, I think I was able to have more creative vision because I had partners who allowed me to do that and trusted me, um, which is very rare and super cool and makes me not, well, I'm not going to say not want to make expensive movies because I would like to make expensive movies. But I also think that this was a really cool experience. So I, I want to be able to have my creative vision. However, um, I think, you know, there's a, there's a bazillion people on a movie set. And if you're if you're allowing your uh, your team to do their job, you have all these creative heads of 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 you know everything from sound design to you know production design, everything. And so everybody has to feel free and creative enough that they can do their job. And I think that takes a little bit of compromise if you're smart. That's just my opinion right now. Talk to me in 20 years when I'm like, no one does anything unless I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on fundraising for the film, and I, uh, I, I read a piece that you wrote, Aaron, about uh, advice that you received in fundraising. Oh, cool. Oh, that you movie did, maker. You did do your homework. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So talk, could, could you share some of that story with us? Yeah, I have a I have a, a good family friend that I know from Taos, um, which is where I'm from. But he's he's had a home there for like 15 years, and uh, he's just a very accomplished uh, independent film producer. And um, Cheryl and I went to him with a very specific question right before we went into production on Cortez, which was basically like, we have X amount of money, and we feel like we need this amount more in order to really do what we want to do and he sat there with us for no longer than 10 minutes and basically told us you have enough money to make a movie so go make the movie and if it's any good someone will give you the money to finish it <laughs> and uh i hated that answer i hated it and i hated sort of how he just threw it out there like go make it with what you have um but it was in in cheryl loved it cheryl felt like it was a gauntlet and um a sort of like, I'll show this guy that we do have something really great. And as it turned out, as much as I hate to admit it, um, he turned out to be exactly right. We made the movie, we made a sizzle reel, and we still needed money to finish it. And through just the stuff that we had shot and cut together in the sizzle reel, we were able to raise the money that we needed to finish the film, like exactly the right amount. So, so um, it was good advice in the end, although I begrudgingly um, allow that. But yeah, 
it was it was a cool story um yeah i wasn't i mean i was mad but he's also somebody i've known for 10 years or more so we have like a relationship and i know he's a little curmudgeonly but yeah (laughs) it was cool it was cool actually it's one to know one yeah it takes one to know one that's what cheryl just said Actually, sometimes in fundraising, they say, if you want advice, ask for money. And if you want money, ask for advice. Oh, man. That's a good one. I'll have to remember that. Oh, no. Um, Aaron, I see you getting the guitar a little bit closer to you. Would you be willing to to do a, a song that you do in the movie? Yeah, sure. I'm actually, I'd rather just hug the guitar. Amanda, he for just a little does bit this. Longer. You think That's he's okay. getting ready to play. It's actually yeah. just how he sleeps. Okay. <clears throat> it's weird. So this is a song that is written. I don't know if I'm close enough or far enough. You can just give me the gestures. I'll mess with the... Do you want a microphone for your guitar like this? Sure. Um, So this... this... Is that sexy? Here, play another little, like, thing. Is that nice? So this song um, happens toward the end of the film, and this is actually the song that Taylor uh, and Bethany wrote for us. So I'll just take a second and make sure everything sounds good, and then we'll go can't talk to fill time because I don't have a microphone by me. Drago, say something. You've been so quiet. That's all right. We got it. Is that, you got to play now? Yep. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to say something else? Or do you need a second? Do you want me to plug something? No. Yeah, plug Drago's movie. Okay. Drago, who's sitting here who hasn't said a dang word, is, has a, he wrote a, he co-wrote a movie and produced a movie called Lucky. It's Harry Dean Stanton's last performance. And I believe it opens next week. Am I correct on that, Drago? Nod. He's nodding for next yes. Week, at the Loft Cinema, at actually. At the Loft Cinema, and you should go so see it. everybody go see it. And Drago is, by the way, an actor in our film. He plays my best friend. He's a guy who lets my guitar get stolen in the second act and uh, <laughs> changes everything. Aaron, why don't you focus on tuning that guitar it's and getting tuned. ready? And the I'll... sun was in love with your freckles. The wind was in love with your hair. And I was sick with longing Watching that love affair It took me three years to get into you Took me a decade to get out And I could live a thousand lives In the time I wasted in doubt the water did what I couldn't do. It washed you away. It pulled me through. Now I'm drowning in an ocean of what I couldn't do. I was jealous of the sun I said forget you to the wind Such sweet, simple pleasure You all languished in The water did What I couldn't do washed you away it pulled me through 
Now I'm drowning in an ocean of what I couldn't do Waiting for the explosion Like an unfired gun Something buried deep inside Something unfinished that can't be done The water did What I couldn't do It washed you away it pulled me through Now I'm drowning In an ocean of What I couldn't do So that song obviously is the happy sort of ending. <laughs> Aaron Shiver from the film Cortez. Well, this half hour has gone by delightfully quickly. There's only a couple minutes left. Uh, again, Cheryl Nichols, Aaron Shiver, and Cassidy Freeman all here. Uh, they'll be at the loft tonight showing the film Cortez, and there'll be a question answer. So anything we didn't get to, you can you can follow up there if you'd like. Um, th this you've, I'm curious, will the soundtrack be coming out? <laughs> Cheryl and I both took an inhale and <laughs> waited for each other to say something. Cheryl? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're working on it. Um, probably in the next uh, couple months. I, I I'm hoping to put it out when we when we release the film. So. Oh, talk about the release release. <laughs> oh my God, I would l love to talk about the release. <laughs> it's a great question, but I think we should um, go to another song or something. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, soon. Hopefully, we'll be out soon. We'll be looking for it. Anything else you're working on? Any other final words? Oh, yeah. Cheryl and I are writing um, a television pilot we're really excited about. I'm writing a Western. Um, Drago, we already plugged his thing, Lucky, the Harry Dean Stanton movie. And um, The last season of Longmire is, uh, is it? It's coming out. It's not out yeah, yet. Yeah, they haven't told us when yet. Oh, so Cassidy plays one of the lead roles on the show Longmire on Netflix. So that show is coming out. The final season's coming out. And Cassidy and I are also, that Western we're doing together, so... That's the stuff we're doing. Keep it in the family. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a lot to look forward to <laughs> in, in watching your careers progress. Again, I want to thank Cheryl Nichols, Aaron Shiver, and Cassidy Freeman from the film Cortez.